Kansas City A's baseball on WDAF Radio, brought to you by Ham's, the beer refreshing from the land of sky blue waters. The nine GFC loan company offices in the greater Kansas City area, with easy courteous service on any loan. And by Guy's Foods Incorporated, makers of Guy's Potato Chips, Guy's Nuts, Cheese Sticks, and Pretzels. And now for the second game of today's doubleheader between the A's and the Yankees, it's out to Municipal Stadium. Everybody. George Bryson once more, along with Monty Moore, and we're here at Municipal Stadium in Kansas City, where the A's will be playing the Yankees, the second game of the doubleheader, in just a few minutes. This broadcast is authorized under broadcasting rights granted by the Kansas City Athletics, and is solely for the entertainment of our listening audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, or the use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the Kansas City Athletics is prohibited. Fans, in the second game, if you'd like to keep score with us, we have a little time here now, we'll go ahead and give you the lineups. In fact, the Yankees will use uh, the same lineup with the exception of uh, pitching and catching. So they lead off with Tony Kubek at shortstop, batting first, of course. Bobby Richardson hitting second in the order is at second base. Tom Tresh is in center field, hitting third. Joe Pepitone at first base and batting fourth in the order. Elston Howard will do the catching in the, uh, in the number five spot rather than Yogi Berra. Howard will do the catching. John Blanchard will be batting in the sixth spot and play in right field. Hector Lopez in left field, hitting seventh. And Cleet Boyer at third base, batting eighth. And the pitcher, Al Downing, a left-hander, will hit in the ninth spot. For Kansas City, Jerry Lumpy will lead off at second base. Jerry got a single in the first game, so he continued his streak to eight consecutive games in which he's hit. Wayne Cosby bats second. He's a shortstop. George Alusic will be in right field. Alusic hitting third. Norm Seaburn is at first base, batting fourth. Doc Edwards will be the catcher, and he'll be batting fifth in the order. He had three for five in the first game. Hitting sixth, the third baseman, Ed Charles. Chuck Asijan is in left field, batting seventh. Jose Tartabull in center field, hitting in the eighth spot. And the pitcher, Orlando Pena. Pena has won five, and he's lost 12, but that uh, isn't the real story. Pena was pitching the fine baseball when we couldn't get any hits. Making his 20th appearance of the year, his 18th as a starter. His second start against New York, and one appearance in relief against them. On April 9th, remember, Pena pitched one inning in relief, gave up no runs, two hits, he walked one, didn't strike anybody out. May the 21st, Pena was beaten by New York 7-4. That game he hurled three innings, giving up uh, four runs on five hits. He walked two and he struck out three. Last time out, July the 7th, he was beaten by the Tigers 5-1. to one. Didn't stay in there too long. Al Downing, of course, has been a uh, repetition of the great Yankee story over the years. When they need the one man to do the job, they seem to get him from somewhere. Luis Arroyo uh, having his trouble, so they reach down and they get Al Downing. And he's come along and done a real good job, to say the least. This is his ninth appearance, his eighth start, first one against us. Last start on July 6th at Cleveland, winning pitcher struck out 14 in seven and two-thirds innings. Give you an idea what kind of a thrower he must be, though I've never seen him. So he struck out 14 in seven and two-thirds innings. That's the most by any Yankee pitcher in one game this year. He's recalled from Richmond on June the 8th, and he was three and two down there. Ralph Houck, by the way, has been honored and presented with a scroll by his Houck's Lodge in the ceremony between games here. At the home plate now, the managers, Houck, Lopat, the four umpires. So we'll have Umont working the plate, Stevens at first, Knapp at second, and Kenneman at third. We lost the first game, and to uh, be honest with you, though it was pretty close for a long time, did not contain all of the fine ingredients that you sometimes see in baseball. It was a wild and willy job. Finally, the Yankees broke it open, as they uh, do a great many times. thing on the wire now that we had to uh, we read you that we hate to read. It happens occasionally. Jerry Adair, Baltimore second baseman, hit on the left side of the face by a ball thrown by Buzzhart, and he can throw that ball. He was carried from the field on a stretcher. So possibly something later on will come on that. But hit in the head by Buzzhart, he can fire that ball. Those are some of the hazards in the game, I guess. Well, it was a little dangerous around here for a while, although not too much fireworks as far as explosions on home runs concerned. But the Yankees uh, tore us apart here when we gave them a break or two, and away they went. Well, the A's take the field undaunted. Uh, this Yankee ball club, admittedly, is the champion of the world, and you hope you play well against them. You hope you can win some of the games against them. 
But it is going to be quite a long time, in my opinion anyhow, before anybody can match them for reserve strength, which is really how the game is won and lost. And probably the best example of reserve strength is existing right now with the Yankee ball club. They're playing without two of the great players of the game, Mattel and Maris, and I'm sure they have other injuries uh, one way or another. They won the first game without the use of uh, Elton Howard, though he is in this game. And Yogi Berra right now has been hit on the back by Frank Crossetti, the third base coach, and Yogi is on his way to first base. He'll be a coach for this game. And frankly, I like to see him there. I hope he stays there. I don't want to see that man at the plate. Right now, Orlando Pena has won five and lost 12, taking his warm-up tosses. Shadows have now moved out past the mound. There will be a second shadow come along very soon up in front of the plate. But really, it doesn't have a whole lot to do with the, with the deception. Omari, uh, not a bad first game as far as, uh, well, some of the things happen. I guess it was, too. <laughs> you <get beat. laughs> How are you going to qualify when somebody scores 11 runs against you? Did you see anything good in the game? Let's put it that way. <laughs> Let me think a while. <laughs> yeah, get a whitewash bucket. We've picked it somewhere. We've splashed it somewhere. Now, ladies and gentlemen, ready to go to the second game. Here is Monty Moore. Thank you very much, George. Hi, everybody. Tony Kubek, who had one hit and five at-bats in the first ball game, steps in. Tony this season batting 240. He's a left-hand hitter who'll stroke the ball into left field if you pitch him outside, and he can pull the ball with power. Tony has five home runs. He's driven in only 16 runs, not having nearly the year that he's had before. Orlando Pena's first pitch of the game has swung on and full foul right on by Yogi Bear in the first base coaching box. Pena started Kubek off with a slow curveball, a slow breaking pitch, which actually looked like a fork ball from here. That is the pitch he uses as an off-speed breaking ball. Kubek at the plate. The infield now almost completely in shadows except out where Jerry Lumpy and Norm Siebert are. The fastball to Tony is outside ball one. The A's have Doc Edwards behind the plate. Ed Charles at third, Wayne Causey at shortstop. Jerry Lumpy is at second and Norm Siebert at first base. Here's Pena winding, pitching, curve, stroked out towards Causey. He catches the ball in the air and there's one down. And now here's Bobby Richardson, Mr. Trouble, in the first game. Bobby had three hits and five at-bats and drove in one run for the Yankees. Bobby got a real slow start this year, but he's been coming on very strongly lately and now has a 272 batting average. Probably in the first game, he jumped it up to about 278. The first pitch is high, ball one. Bobby, not a power hitter. His job is to get on base and let the rest of the Yankee bombers drive him across. So he did that with three singles in the first game. Pena's next pitch. Slow fork ball swung on and missed. Strike one. A pretty pitch by Orlando. The type that really draws a wow from the crowd. He just flipped that ball up there. Almost went underhanded with it. Has to be a lot of spin on the ball. And that means Pena has real good wrist action to break it that far. Now the 1-1 pitch. Breaking ball thrown a little harder. And it hit the outside part of the plate for a call strike two. It's one and two. Orlando Pena has lost 12 of his last 13 ball games after winning four straight to open the season. But Orlando's been a much better pitcher than his record indicates. He's lost a lot of close games. Here's the 1-2 pitch, a fastball wasted outside. It's now 2-2 two and two on Bobby. Richardson very rarely will go for the bad pitch outside. He has a good eye. Bobby chokes up on the bat a little bit. He uses the biggest one in the league just about. There's a ball hit into the air, foul outside of first base and up into the seats. George Delusic, the Kansas City right fielder, gave token chase to the ball, but he could see easily it was going to go into the seats and out of play. The first place New York Yankees. Going a little further, the defending world champion New York Yankees. Here's the pitch. Bouncing ball out towards Ed Charles. He's going to have to hurry. It's a slowly hit ball. He throws the first. He got him in a pretty play by Ed Charles it was. That was the old Baltimore chopper hit by Richardson down the third base line and actually a little right of the mound. And Charles had to pick that ball up and throw on the run. He got him. It was a good play. Two down in the first. Number 15, Tom Now here's Tom Tresh, the Yankees center fielder in this ball game. I guess Tom is about as close to a superstar as has come into the big leagues in the last three or four years. 
Here's the pitch to the switch hitter. A fastball popped up behind the plate. Doc Edwards throws the mask out of the way, comes back a few steps, looks up, stays right with it, and puts the squeeze on it for the first out, or the third out of the first inning. So in the first inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on, and the Yankees don't score. The A's come to bat. Brand 15373. That's the GFC big switchboard number to call right now. Hello, it's Sunday. This is a special arrangement, so everybody who wants to make arrangements for a loan by phone is sure to be taken care of. Because all through this game, GFC is keeping all the lines on the main switchboard open. With friendly Bob Adams and all the folks in the GFC office on deck to serve you. The switchboard's been flooded with calls from people, so you might have gotten a busy signal. Now, if you did, please try her again. All the lines have been opened up now. You're sure to be taken care of. So call now. Twenty-five to two thousand dollars is yours when you stop in at your nearby GFC office tomorrow. There are nine offices in Kansas City and Independence. Just stir now the next hour to accommodate you and you and everybody else who wants extra cash. The main switchboard's open to serve you. For the cash right now, it's Grand One Five Three Seven Three GFC Loan Company. Offices open Monday and Friday evenings until seven thirty. Independence Office in Independence, two one seven West Maple. Now to lead off for the Kansas City Athletics in the last of the first inning, here's Jerry Lumpy. Jerry had a single in the first ball game. He executed a hit-and-run play perfectly. This downing has flirted with no hitters off and on about three times this year. He has carried them as far as into the eighth inning with two down and didn't get it. He must throw awfully hard. We haven't seen him yet this year. He just joined the Yankees about three, four weeks ago. Here's the left-hander's first pitch, and the answer is yes, he does throw hard. First one up under the bill of the Captain Lumpy. It's ball one. Jerry Lumpy batting 245. He's been hot lately. There's a fastball looped out into the air toward third base. Easy play for Clee Boyer, and the Yankee third baseman has it. One down. Now he isn't very big, but he gets his body into the pitch and throws it awfully hard. Here now is the shortstop, Wayne Causey. In the first game, Causey had one base hit. They walked him three times. Wayne has drawn 37 walks this year. Here's the pitch. Fastball is high and outside, ball one. His batting average, 279. It looks as if Wayne's going to be about a 280 hitter. He's been leveling off now the past month and a half after burning up the league the early part of the season. Al Downing pitches. In there, a call, strike, it's one and one. Elston Howard, a veteran Yankee receiver behind the plate. For years... Elston played in the outfield when he wasn't catching off and on for the Yankees. They've always had a versatile ball club. And they have Johnny Blanchard, another catcher, and he's playing in right field here in this game. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Causey. An overarm curveball and missing outside, ball two. Tech Marty, you know, many people have said that the best catcher in baseball has been Elston Howard for quite a long time. He can do everything for you, and he didn't catch uh, all the ball games. The reason was number eight of the Yankees, Yogi Berra. Here's a 2-1 pitch. Causey leans out of the way and takes it high, ball three. I think we ought to pat a guy on the back. Look at that outfield. Look at that infield. This is the second game of a doubleheader, and you'd think this ballpark had been prepared for a month, wouldn't you? Look at it, it's immaculate. You know, yesterday morning we came out here before the doubleheader with Cleveland, and getting here about 10.30 in the morning, this place was a real mud quagmire. By game time, it was perfect. Here's the pitch to Causey. They walked him. The A's have a runner in the first inning. I was talking with the groundskeeper, George Toma, today before the ball game, and George told me that the players told him yesterday the infield for the doubleheader was in the best shape it has been in for any game all year long. Now, that was after seven hours of work yesterday. Probably a little softer than it normally is, and uh, they like it that way. Here's George Delusic, big right-handed hitting right field of the Athletics, and the first pitch is low and inside, ball one. Now, Lusick's batting average has climbed from 216 to 262 since June the 15th. In one month, he's picked up about 50 points on his average. He's hit four home runs in his last six ball games. Here's the pitch. In there, a call strike. It's one and one. When Elusic gets hot, he is about as hot as you can get. He's hit safely in seven straight ball games. And as we mentioned, in four of them, he's hit home runs. And the last three home runs he's hit have been off right-hand pitchers. Here's the 1-1 pitch. A slow curve, and he hit it by third base, and it's a foul ball. Just foul, and not by very much either. When that ball bounces over the bag at third, it's almost got a hit in fair territory behind that bag before an umpire will call it a fair ball. 
even though he can if the ball goes over there. Call it a fair ball. It's just his decision as to how it goes past third base. Sort of the unwritten rule is the ball has got to land out there if it's a questionable play somewhere on the foul line. One ball, two strikes on a loose. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out and Downing cut that baseball loose. But George, they've saved him for the second game of this doubleheader, I would imagine, for the reason that he's pitching out of the shadows and into the shadows, and it's a lot darker out there right now than it was for the first game. That's right. It's bright sunlight right at home plate now, and the pitcher's in the dark. That'll mean the ball will come out out of the darkness into the sunlight. Really not a big factor, but with a man who throws as hard as this guy does, it, it is important. Here's a pitch to Norm Seaburn, a ground ball to the second baseman, Bobby Richardson. Easy play. Goes the short route for the third out, forcing Wayne Causey down at second. It's the fielder's choice for Norm Seaburn. No damage done by the athletics in the first inning. No hits, no errors, a man left on base. And after one inning of play, it's New York nothing, Kansas City nothing. Well, it's got to be a great feeling to know that you're good for a loan any time at the GFC Loan Company. And folks prefer to do business with GFC because they get twenty-five dollars to $2,000 as they want it, when they want it. Yes, sirree. White-collar workers, factory workers, any working man or woman at all is good for a loan any time at GFC. Put your mind at ease. When your bills are all paid, you have only that one small monthly payment from there on in. Now, remember... That loan by phone number today, Sunday, is Grand 15373. GFC's friendly Bob Adams is keeping all the lines on the main telephone switchboard open all day. So phone Grand 15373 right now to make arrangements for your loan. And you pick up the cash tomorrow at any of the nine offices in Kansas City and Independence. Why not put those money worries behind you? As a special accommodation, you can call GFC's friendly Bob Adams. Loan by phone number right now, Grand 15373. Offices open Monday and Friday until 7.30. We go to the second inning now. The New York Yankees have their cleanup hitter, Joe Pepitone, up there. Well, the Yankees have had some great first basemen down through the years, and the writers in New York are just about ready to put this youngster, Joe Pepitone, right in there among them. Here's a pitch to the left-hand hitter, and he runs up on the ball, takes it outside for ball one. Monty, there's another surprising thing perhaps the fans haven't noticed about the Yankees. They have not had, proportionately, a lot of 20-game winners. The kind of winning pitches they've had over the years, those fellas 12-3, and 15-3. and three. One ball and no strikes to Pepitone. Here's a pitch from Pena. Curvy swings and misses. Strike one, a pretty pitch right in on his belt buckle. Yes, that's right. And tomorrow now, we're going to be looking at Whitey Ford pitching for the New York Yankees. And there are plenty of seats available for the game, which starts at 1.30. Whitey Ford against Dave Wickersham. 1.30. Tickets available here at the park tomorrow morning. One ball, one strike. Now Pepitone is ready. Orlando Pena steps off the rubber right in the middle of his windup. Must have had a second notion. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the 1-1 pitch to Pepitone. Breaking ball down and in. Hit the dirt in front of the plate. It's now two balls and one strike. I'm going to have to tell you what I'm thinking of. Now, it's not a good thing to say or even think. But I thought somebody, when you said that, I said, the fate is going to want what am I doing here? <laughs> There's been a lot of times when a pitcher hated to let loose of that ball, I know. Here's a two-and-one pitch to Pepitone. Good fastball line just as well right down the right field corner. It's going to be a base hit. Maybe extra bases. Alusic playing it out of the corner. Pepitone on his way to second. He'll stand up with a double. Oh, how that guy can hit the ball. That was a fastball thrown as well as Pena can throw one. Right in on the fist inside. Pepitone just moved that front foot back out of there and ripped it over Norm Siebert's head down the right field corner. So there's the first hit of the ball game. Nobody down in the second, and here's Elston Howard. Howard has 16 home runs. He's batting 259. And Ellie's driven in 41 runs this year. Big number 32 of the Yankees, a right-hand hitter with good power. Pena will be working off the stretch now. As Doc Edwards hangs out a sign, Pena acknowledges. Hesitates a little. Here's the pitch. Right up the middle she goes. A base hit and a run's going to score. Pepitone tags third and heads home. He's in there. Elston Howard hitting about 500 against Kansas City in his major league career. Makes it look just easy. Baseball's not that easy a game. But he makes it look pretty easy against us. Yankees lead one to nothing, and now here's Johnny Blanchard who had two hits to drive in two runs in the first game. Blanchard a 176 hitter before today. Big left-handed guy at that plate. 
Here's Pena's pitch to him. A fastball is outside. You see Mickey Mantle coming down out of the Yankee clubhouse and out towards the Yankee dugout. He will not play for the Yankees about a week or ten days, probably. Now the 1-0 pitch. Outside, ball two. But I'll guarantee you... The Yankees carry him on these trips and let him take batting practice just two rounds, and it thrills the crowd. He took five swings here, his first time up in batting practice today, and hit three home runs a mile over the left field fence. 2-0 pitch does not go to the plate. He goes to first base, and Howard's driven back in there. Amazing thing about uh, Mantle is he wasn't even striding because his foot hurts him so badly he can't stride. He just stands in there and swings with his arms. Here's Pena's pitch to Blanchard, a slow curve, lying down the right field side. It's going to be foul. Be a good time for station identification. This is the Kansas City A's Baseball Network. In Kansas City, Missouri, this is WDAFAM and FM. For this week only, the Catholic Hour will be heard on WDAF tonight at 9.30. Municipal Stadium in Kansas City, Monty Moore, along with George Bryson. Second game of a Yankee A's doubleheader. Here's a 2-1 pitch. The smash up the middle. Causey, the A's shortstop, got it. Steps on second for one. Throws the first. A pretty double play. Elston Howard caught at second base when Wayne Causey made a great stop behind the bag. For the left-handed hitting Blanchard, he got up off his knees, stepped on second and threw to first for the double play. The organist, organist got a little uh, overjoyed, didn't he? Here's Hector Lopez now. The pitch to him is inside, ball one. <laughs> oh, man, I tell you. I can tell you a million stories about organists in baseball, Bart. Here's the next pitch, a big curveball to Lopez, and it's a call to strike one. Lopez drove in four runs in the first ball game, which the Yankees won from Kansas City. He had two hits and five at-bats. The curve lined to left field, it's a base hit. The Yankees are ripping that ball up here today. They had 14 hits in the first game, and we're just in the second inning. They already have three here in this one. All in this inning. So I won't get in trouble with people who think the Yankees had a lot of 20-game winners. you got to go back. Ralph Terry in 62, Ford in 61, Turley in uh, 58, Graham in 54, Reynolds in 52, Lopat and Rashi in 51, Rashi in 50 and 49. They've not had too many. Gomez, you can see the name Gomez, Ruffing, Pipgrass, Hoyt, getting way back there. Now here's the pitch to Clee Boyer. It's outside, ball one, and the snap throw down to first. Almost got Hector Lopez. They must be having some kind of a knockdown battle up in Chicago with the Orioles because the second man has just been hit by a pitch ball in the last inning. Brooks Robinson just been hit by a pitch. They've already carried Jerry Adair off on a stretcher. Here's a pitch to Boyer. Smash to left field. The bat's going out ahead. Charles, the ball falls in for a base hit. Now, we didn't know which to watch there. That bat broke right half in two, and the bat went right by Ed Charles a lot faster than the ball did. In fact, Ed Charles had to jump up in the air as the bat went under him. Man, this is a dangerous ball game. Well, the Yankees now have four hits in this inning. Runners at first and second base. That bat went almost as far as the ball did. Now with two on and two out, here's Al Downing. You got to say thank goodness for the double play. Came right in the middle of the Yankee four hits. They've scored one run and lead one to nothing here in the second. Now Pena asked for another baseball. I don't know if he can throw a ball straight or not. He threw that one up to the umpire asking for another one. It was a big curve. <laughs> Just trying to throw the ball to the umpire. The Yankees have straightened him out pretty well here in this inning. Lopez at second base and Boyer's at first. And here's the pitch to Downing. Sidearm fastball in there, a call strike one. Brooks Robinson, who was hit by the pitch ball in Chicago, got up off the ground and went to first base. So he's all right, but they have carried Jerry Adair out of there on a stretcher. Now it's 0-1 to Downing. Another fastball right in there for a strike. Well, I hadn't been here too long. He's already had two doubles since they brought him up, so <laughs> look out again, Orlando. Something happens to a ball player when he cuts with the Yankees. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Fouled out of play into the upper deck. A lot of people scoff at that kind of a remark, but actually we've had Yankee ball players who have been with 
the athletics and with other ball clubs tell us that it's it's a different thing. When you play with a championship club, it has to be a different thing. They're thinking of nothing but baseball all day long. You like to think that all Major League clubs do, but actually it becomes a real business with this New York team. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Ground ball to Ed Charles. Easy hopper for him. He goes to first base with his throw and gets Al Downing, and that's all for the Yankees in the second inning. They score one run on four base hits. No errors, they leave two men on. So in the middle of the second, the Yankees lead one to nothing. Well, to friends, it's big switchboard day again at GFC Loan Company. So listen, do you have remodeling or repair work you've been holding back on because the cost is more than the budget can stand? Well, don't you put it off. Right now, you can tackle that remodeling job or that needed repair work. And you can clean up all your other bills at the same time with just one small monthly payment, thanks to GFC. Nowhere else is it easy to arrange for your loan as it is at GFC Loan Company. Here's all there is to do. You just get on the phone right now and call GFC's friendly Bob Adams. That super convenient loan by phone number, Grand 15373. Remember this afternoon, the main switchboard's open with all the GFC Loan Company managers on hand so nobody gets a busy signal. You can make all the arrangements right on the spot for $25 to $2,000. And then Monday, at your convenience, you simply pick up the cash at the office nearest you. Nine offices in Kansas City and Independence. Now for that extra cash, call GFC Loan Company. Do it right now. Grand 15373. They're waiting to hear from you. Give them a wheel. Give them a call. fans, we go down to the last half of the second inning. The A's have got to start playing catch-up now. Trailing by one, here's Doc Edwards. Doc had three base hits in the first game, all of them coming off left-hander Steve Hamilton, the winning pitcher. Doc started that game with a 260 batting average, probably raised it up to around 273. He hasn't been at the plate too much with the athletics. He's become fine favorite of the fans here is constant hustle. Something they like to see. Here's Downing's first pitch, and it's in there for a call strike. <laughs> Look at Doc. Doc is turning around to ask Frank Umont if he saw the same pitch. <laughs> well, Doc's going to be tired catching a doubleheader on a day such as today, 87 degrees. It's a workout on a fella. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Change-up curve. Fouled out of play. Doc had a pretty good cut at that, and he doesn't get fooled by change-ups very often. Tell you one he thing. doesn't stride very far. What's that, George? When that downing changes, I think he's doing you a favor. He throws awfully hard. There's no doubt about it. But Doc chokes up on the bat sometimes, and uh, he'll go with the pitch. Doesn't stride too far. Now it's 0-2. Downing throws. Oh, he struck Doc Edwards out on a bad pitch then. Doc was guessing. He had gone down on the end of the bat even with two strikes on him. Very unusual for him. And the waist pitch got him. Now that's something we haven't seen Edwards do since he's been with the Athletics. That's Downing's second strikeout. And here goes Ed Charles, the A's third baseman. Ed had one hit in the first game. He drove in one run. But the way he drove in a run was standing at the plate having Stafford walk him with the bases loaded. Here's a pitch. Curve is low. Ball one. Second game of a doubleheader after four innings. White Sox one. Baltimore nothing. Here it's one nothing. The Yankees lead in the second. The pitch to Charles. Fastball is high. Two balls and no strikes. And Charles of the Athletics batting 272 as today's doubleheader started. Has now driven in 47 runs for the year. Here's a 2-0 pitch. Swing, and he tried to hit that ball out of here. He didn't connect. Strike one. I don't think I've seen Charles just really stand up there and swing that hard this year yet. He was guessing right. He just didn't connect. I can see a guy swinging that hard sometime connect on one. Here's a 2-1 pitch. He lined that one to left center field, and it is really hit hard. Over for it is Lopez, and he makes a blind stab to pick it up. He's got it. Charles falls down rounding first. He gets up now and goes back in there. Lopez made a real good play in left field, but he took quite a gamble for a one-run lead. I guarantee you that. He went over hard to his left, and rather than trying to get in front of the ball, he fielded it like a shortstop would. He came up with it. Charles fell down, or he might have tried for second base anyway. That's the A's first hit. Now here's Chuck Kasijan. Downing pitches. Kasijan rips one by third. That's a fair ball. Fielded by Boyer. He throws the second to get him over to first round in time. There's one of the great plays you'll ever see a third baseman make. A ball hit right down the line. 
behind by a Sejan and hit hard. Boyer got over, backhanded the ball in foul territory and in the third base coaching box, turned and threw to second base with a strong throw to get a fast runner at Charles. The Yankee bench is on Dyke. Now, Dyke demonstrated that when he was a third baseman, that would have been an easy play. Look at look at the yoke down. Look at him laughing at Dyke. Dyke is, is explaining to him how simple it was. And Mantle's now giving Dyke a ragging, and uh, Dyke said, oh, in the old days, a chance. Look at it. Here's Jose Tartable. Well, that was a great major league play oh, by right. Boyer. Here's a pitch. Tartable takes it inside. Ball one. If that ball had gone through, Ed Charles probably would have scored. It would have been an extra baser. <laughs> Tartable, a left-hand hitter, hitting the number eight spot in the batting order, let off in the first game. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Low. two to Tartable. With two down, the Seijans at first base. That's the kind of a play that keeps you out of a big inning. They almost got the double play out of it. That would really have been something. There's a ball hit down the left field line. It's going to slice off foul, though. Lopez making a pretty good run, but he won't get there. So the count now is two and one on Jose Tartable, the A's center fielder. lead here one to nothing we're in the last half of the second inning second game of a doubleheader Yankees won the first game 11 to 6 there were 24 hits in that ball game they had 14 up now the 2-1 count on left-handed hitting Jose Tartabol here's the pitch Mounser to the shortstop Kubek playing it perfectly steps on second base for the short out Forcing a season coming down. Tartable gets credit for a fielder's choice, and the A's don't score here in the second inning. On one hit, no errors, and a man left on. After two innings of play, the Yankees won. The Athletics nothing. Hey, are you wondering how you're going to get those medical, dental, and other bills paid up? Why not get that extra twenty-five dollars to $2,000 you need at the GFC Loan Company? You're good for a loan any time in GFC, you know. And right now, right now is the time to call with the main switchboard wide open for all you athletic fans. Now, how about it? Get out of that financial jam right now. Twenty-five dollars to $2,000 fast and easy. Give friendly Bob Adams a buzz at GFC's loan by phone number. That's Grand 15373. Grand 15373. Yes, sir. Special accommodation to you. Well, there'll be no delay. Bob's keeping all the lines at main switchboard open all through this Sunday afternoon game. Now you can be an A's fan, even a Yankee fan. You can call right now and make those arrangements pronto. Then you pick up the cash tomorrow any of the GFC's nine offices in Kansas City and Independence. Now again, the loan by phone number is Grand 15373. Call them right now. Well, a big crowd, a capacity crowd here in Kansas City came to see a Major League doubleheader today, and they have certainly seen some outstanding plays. And two in the first game, they saw some pretty bad ones. But that comes with baseball. When you hit that thing around the lot 24 times safely, you know there's going to be a lot of handling of the baseball, and some of it will be mishandled. Here's Tony Kubek now against Orlando Pena. Fastball popped up in the shallow left field. Long run for Chuck Asijan, and Wayne Causey also out. Causey's got it backhanding it. Great play. He was pulled over near second base for the left-handed hitting Tony Kubek. He's the A's shortstop. He ran out into left field because the season, the left fielder, was also pulled over for the left-hander. And Causey had a long, long run, but he got it on the run, backhanding the ball, reaching up over his head. One out. Now here's Bobby Richardson. Fastball. This one popped up outside of first base. Edwards and Seaburn chasing. Seaburn calls for it right in front of the A's dugout. He's got it. Two down. Well, the Yankees are out here. First ball hitting on Pena. The batter now is Tom Tresh. Pena went through these three guys in a row in the first inning. But in the second, Joe Pepitone let off with a double and Howard drove him home. Matter of fact, Pena got out fairly lightly in the, in the second inning because the Yankees had four hits in the inning. Here's the wine and the pitch is outside, ball one. A lot of baseball around the big leagues this afternoon. Here's the 1-0. Fastball is high to Trash. In the National League, the Cubs lead the Cardinals 5-3 in the second game. It's the seventh inning of that second game. The Cardinals won the first game. 
Milwaukee leads Cincinnati 5-4 in the second game, seventh inning of that one. Here's a 2-0 pitch to Trash. Good curveball in there. He's taking it. Cost him it's over for a strike. The Twins are pouring it on. The Cleveland Indians 4-2 after seven innings of their second game. Here's a fly ball out into shallow left field. Ball's moving in now towards the infield, and Wayne Causey stays right with it and makes the catch. Well, three Yankees pop up here in the third inning. No runs, hits, or errors. Nobody left on base. And in the middle of the third, New York won. Kansas City nothing. Now, friends, I said before, today, that number to call to make arrangements for a GFC loan company loan is Grand 15373. Get a pencil ready. I'll give it to you again in a minute. But today, everybody who wants to arrange a loan by phone is just sure to be taken care of. Because today, Sunday, GFC is keeping all the lines on that big old main switchboard open. Friendly Bob Adams and all the boys from all the GFC offices on deck to serve you with a cash in a flash. Umpteen phones in operation, so you're sure to be taken care of today. So why don't you call right now? Twenty-five to two thousand dollars is yours when you want it tomorrow. Yes, sir. Today, though, you well to accommodate you and you and everybody else who wants money. The main switchboard, Grand One Five Three Seven Three, is open. All nine offices in Kansas City and Independence ready to serve you. So for the cash today, Sunday, it's Grand One Five Three Seven Three, the GFC Loan Company. Grand One Five Three Seven Three. Make arrangements. Pick up the money tomorrow. Number 19, Orlando. Now it's Orlando Pena, the Kansas City A's pitcher, to lead off in the third inning what we hope will be an attack for Kansas City. The A's had plenty of hits in the first game, but the Yankees just had more. And more well-timed. Here's Al Downing, the rookie left-hander, pumping that ball in there, and it's outside and low, ball one. You know, we were a little surprised to see before the ball game Bud Daly, Yankee left-hander, who had an arm operation this year early, suited up and with the Yankee ball club. Bud's been with him. He is not on the roster, but he's trying to get his arm back into shape where he might be able to help him down the stretch. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Pena looks at a fastball. It cost him. That one's over. One and one. Well, you can see where this downing could be an effective pitcher because he has a good live arm, but he's got a great motion on the mound. Very fine pitching form. Now the one and one. A curve is outside. Ball two. He has a lot of the mannerisms of Whitey Ford to the Yankees, who will be pitching here tomorrow against Kansas City's Dave Wickersham. Talk about a craftsman. I guess Whitey's about as crafty a pitcher as there is around nowadays. Here's a 2-1 pitch. Pena swings and misses, and he was reared back on the back part of his feet for that one. Two and two. The Yankees are in front, one to nothing. This is the last of the third inning. Downing pitches. Struck him out swinging. Pena's down on strikes. And that is strikeout number three for Downing. I guess Orlando wanted to get one. You know, that put him a little closer to Maris. He's only 60 behind him now. <laughs> Orlando hit a grand slam homer earlier this year to help himself win a game against Washington. And it appears he's going to have to take over the hitting because we haven't scored him many runs. Here now is Jerry Lumpy. Lumpy popped up to the third baseman, Fleet Boyer, in the first inning. Downing goes into that windup and throws. Lumpy leans out of the way of one, takes it ball one. Big crowd here in Kansas City today, a capacity crowd. Got to be around 32,000. Here's the one and no pitch. Good fastball. Jerry laid off of it and it's right over. One and one. They did not sell seats out on the what we call Lamb Chop Hill here today, or sell tickets for out there because. There's just no comfortable, comfortable place for a person to sit. And it's a little dangerous if they hit a ball up on that hillside when someone starts scrambling for it. Here's a 1-1 pitch. Oh, he really blistered that one in there. Strike two called. Al Downing. Throwing in the dark here in Kansas City. I say dark. The shadows are out all over the infield now. The batter and the pitcher both in the dark. The 1-2 pitch. Lumpy strikes out, swinging. So there are two down on strikes here in the third. Lumpy's a real tough strikeout. He said something to Wayne Causey as he went by. Now, this is the first time the A's have seen this left-hand pitcher this year, and the batters will be trying to help each other out a little bit. 
Wayne Cosby drawn four walks in this doubleheader here today. Downing's pitch to him, way high, ball one. Boy, talk about a slugfest. The Angels and the Red Sox hooked up in one in the ninth inning in Los Angeles, and it's 10 to 8. Los Angeles is leading. Jastrzemski has just hit a two-run homer in the ninth. Here's the pitch. Cosby takes it outside. It's 2 and 0. The Red Sox had a five-run inning in that game and actually went ahead 6 to 5. The Angels have come roaring back. The Angels, ball club that the Athletics have been watching because they're right ahead of us in the standings. They were on a 10-game losing streak in Kansas City. Only picked up one game on them during that whole streak because the A's had been losing. 2-0 pitch. Good fastball ripped in there at the knees. Strike one. The Yankees won. The A's nothing. Second game of a doubleheader. Wayne Causey at the plate. Comes the 1-2 pitch. Foul out of play. This one going into the upper deck. We'll play the Yankees again tomorrow right here at Municipal Stadium. Plenty of tickets will be on sale tomorrow morning here at the stadium. Whitey Ford for the Yankees. He's the top winning pitcher in the American League right now, isn't he, George? I tell you, he's uh, not only the top one, he's just a dandy. And you know what he did today? He was talking to Lopat prior to the game. He had a problem somewhere. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Causey fouls it off. It's amazing, Monty, that the fraternity of baseball players, managers, and so forth, they do help each other occasionally, although they'll never do it in the ballgame and do anything to beat you. But if, like Whitey Ford probably went to Lopat, I'm just uh, assuming this, said, Ed, uh, what do you do in a situation like this? Lopat knew. They pitch, he pitches much like Ford. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Causey fouled another one off, and Wayne's staying alive up there. Well, you know, it's a strange story. Lopat was with the Yankees as a veteran going downhill when Whitey Ford was a youngster coming up. And if I recall correctly, they were roommates for a while. They stuck Ed Lopat with Whitey Ford. And I know Lopat was asked to go on the American League All-Star squad one year. And he said, no, Casey, I think I'd rather have the three days off. I've been in an All-Star game. He said, send that other young left-hander. So Whitey Ford went to the All-Star game to replace Eddie Lopat that day. Two balls and two strikes to Wayne Causey. Downing pitch. Here's the one and no pitch. Good fastball. Jerry laid off of it and it's right over. One and one. They did not sell seats out on the, what we call, Lamb Chop Hill here today. Or sell tickets for out there because there's just no comfort comfortable place for a person to sit. And it's a little dangerous if they hit a ball up on that hillside when someone starts scrambling for it. Here's a one-one pitch. Oh, he really blistered that one in there. Strike two call. Al Downing. Throwing in the dark here in Kansas City. I say dark. The shadows are out all over the infield now. The batter and the pitcher both in the dark. The one-two pitch. Luffy strikes out. Swinging. So there are two down on strikes here in the third. Luffy's a real tough strikeout. He said something to Wayne Causey as he went by. Now, this is the first time the A's have seen this left-hand pitcher this year, and the batters will be trying to help each other out a little bit. Wayne Causey's drawn four walks in this doubleheader here today. Downing's pitched to him. Way high, ball one. Boy, talk about a slugfest. The Angels and the Red Sox hooked up in one in the ninth inning in Los Angeles, and it's 10 to 8. Los Angeles is leading. Jastrzemski has just hit a two-run homer in the ninth. Here's the pitch. Causey takes it outside. It's 2-0. The Red Sox had a five-run inning in that game and actually went ahead 6-5. The Angels have come roaring back. The Angels, ball club that the Athletics have been watching because they're right ahead of us in the standings. They were on a 10-game losing streak in Kansas City. Only picked up one game on them during that whole streak because the A's had been losing. 2-0 pitch. Good fastball ripped in there at the knees. Strike one. Yankees won, the A's nothing. Second game of a doubleheader. Wayne Causey at the plate. Here comes the 1-2 pitch. Foul out of play. This one going into the upper deck. We'll play the Yankees again tomorrow right here at Municipal Stadium. Plenty of tickets will be on sale tomorrow morning here at the stadium. Whitey Ford for the Yankees. He's a top winning pitcher in the American League right now, isn't he, George? 
tell you, he's uh, not only the top one, he's just a dandy. And you know what he did today? He was talking to Lopat prior to the game. He had a problem somewhere. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Causey fouls it off. It's amazing, Monty, that the fraternity of baseball players, managers, and so forth, they do help each other occasionally, although they'll never do it in the ball game. They'll do anything to beat you, but if, like Whitey Ford probably went to low pad, I'm just uh, assuming this, said, Ed, uh, what do you do in a situation like this? It's low pad new. They pitch, he pitches much like Ford. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Causey fouled another one off, and Wayne's staying alive up there. Well, you know, it's a strange story. Lopat was with the Yankees as a veteran going downhill when Whitey Ford was a youngster coming up. And if I recall correctly, they were roommates for a while. He stuck Ed Lopat with Whitey Ford. And I know Lopat was asked to go on the American League All-Star squad one year. And he said, no, Casey, I think I'd rather have the three days off. I've been in an All-Star game. Said, send that other young left-hander. So Whitey Ford went to the All-Star game to replace Eddie Lopat that day. Two balls and two strikes to Wayne Causey. Downing pitches. There's a curve call, strike three. Broke off a big one that time, and Downing strikes out the side in the third inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. After three innings of play, the Yankees won, the A's nothing. Want to beautify your bathroom or kitchen? Well, it costs just pen money to modernize the average bathroom or kitchen with beautiful plastic wall tile. Because now, Burlington Trading Post has cut the price to just one and a half cents a tile. This is the new modern plastic tile that's so durable and guaranteed by Good Housekeeping magazine. Choose from many lovely colors. At this sensational price of one and a half cents a tile, you can give new beauty to bathrooms, kitchens, nurseries, and pocket tremendous savings. These tiles are so easily installed, you can remodel an entire room in an afternoon. Burlington Trading Post will lend you a professional tile cutter free. Brighten those drab rooms. Add modern beauty with plastic wall tile from Burlington Trading Post. Before this offer expires, choose your favorite color for kitchen, nursery, or bathroom at just one and a half cents a tile. When you buy your tile, ask for your free can of tile cleaner. Shop now at Burlington Trading Post, 1800 Burlington, North Kansas City. Burlington Trading Post at 9909 East 63rd in Raytown. Our Burlington Trading Post, 7528 Warnall Road in Waldo. We go now to the top of the fourth inning, and Yankee cleanup hitter Joe Pepitone, who has scored the game's only run, will lead off. He had a double in the second inning and scored on Elston Howard's single. Orlando Pena is trying to break a personal losing streak, which has seen him lose 12 of his last 13 games. Pitches. Fastball called strike one. Pena's lost some heartbreakers during that streak when the A's just weren't hitting at all. For instance, he lost 3-2 to two to Boston, 2-0 to nothing to Minnesota. One to nothing to Cleveland, all three in a row. Went the A's got him two runs in three games. Here's a pitch, a fastball called strike to Pepitone. Here's a final score on a ball game in the American League. The Twins beat the Indians eight to two in the second game of the doubleheader. Bill Price the winner, Latman the loser. The Angels beat the Red Sox ten to eight. That means the Angels move now to three and a half games ahead of Kansas City. Here's the 0-2 pitch to Pepitone. Fastball lined by Seaburn into right field of base hit. Over to pick it up is George Alusic, and Pepitone holds on at first. Well, there's a case where they had no balls and two strikes on him, but he had been taking on two straight fastballs. Pena tried to throw another one by him, but this kid has such quick wrist, you just don't get a ball by him if he's swinging very often. Well, this is the way they got their first run of the game when Pepitone let off of the hit. That's hit number five for New York. Here's Elston Howard, who singled his first time up. Boy, Howard's a real nice guy. He's always having time to help a youngster. Tried to help the A's young catcher, Bill Bryan, last year. Told him he was using too small a mitt. Here's a pitch. Line drive, deep to left. That ball is going, going way out of here over both fences in the parking lot. A home run for Howard. Three to nothing. Elston Howard has driven in all three Yankee runs. That's his 17th home run of the season. Well, you know, I don't recall when we got him out two times in a row here in this ballpark. Now, I've been watching baseball here in Kansas City a long time, and this guy has just worn the A's out. There's a curve to Johnny Blanchard outside. 
Oh, he ripped that one. It went over both fences and left. There's a wire screen out there 353 feet away. A big light tower and another fence behind that and went over all of it. A curveball high and outside. 2-0 to Johnny Blanchard. The Yankees trying for a sweep here today. Won the first game 11-6. Here's a 2-0 pitch to Blanchard. Pena gathered up a little extra speed through a fastball, but it missed high. 3-0. That's the 14th home run this year off Orlando Pena. Now the 3-0 pitch. In there, a strike call. The way that Downing kid's pitching, three runs might be enough here today. He has an earned run average of 3.15, which means that's all the earned runs scored off of him for average nine-inning game. 3-1 pitch. High fly ball on the infield. Gave second baseman Jerry Lumpy moving over onto that one. If it ever comes down, he'll get it. It does, and he does. One out. When a man swings that hard and hits one that high, he has just missed hitting a ball out of the park. Got under that one a little bit. Hector Lopez, who singled his first time up. Curve is outside. Ball one. Yankees lead three to nothing. It's been Elston Howard and Joe Pepitone accounting for all the action of the Yankees. Now the 1-0 pitch. Low, ball two. I recall one day here, Howard hit two home runs over the center field fence. Uh, those are two blows over 400 feet. Now the 2-0 pitch. Tried to jam him, missed inside with a fastball, and Pena's not sharp with his control here today. Well, he got by the top of the batting order in the first and third innings, three in a row, Kubek, Richardson, and Tresh, but he hasn't been able to get by Pepitone and Howard in this game. Now Pena throws. In there, a call strike. Three and one now. We mentioned the three games Pena lost in a row of 3-2, 2-0, and 1-0. I'll tell you this, the last five games in a row he's lost, the A's have not scored over two runs for him. It takes runs to score. No matter how well you pitch, something's going to happen sometime along the way. They're going to score. There's a drive to right center field. Way back goes Alusic, holding up in front of the wall, and George has it. There are now two down in the fourth inning. Now here's Boyer. Let's pause for station identification. This is the Kansas City Athletics Baseball Network. In Kansas City, Missouri, WDAF and WDAF-FM, your home stations for all the A's games this season. This weekend only, weekend report will be heard on WDAF tonight at 10 o'clock. Here's Pena pitching to Boyer. In there, a call strike one. At Municipal Stadium in Kansas City, this is Monty Moore along with George Bryson and our engineer, Ed Shepard. Very grateful today for help on our scores. Roy Jones, who's been up here all day, a lot of doubleheaders around. It's quite a chore to keep them all up for us. There's a fly ball hitting foul territory. Doc Edwards, the A's catcher, chasing it back here, but he won't have a chance to make a play on it. It'll be in the seats and out of play. So it's now no balls and two strikes. Cleet Boyer, who made one of the great plays behind third base and in foul territory that we've seen this year. Making the plays one thing, getting to it. But getting the throw away to second base that he did was just almost unbelievable. Because his momentum was going away from second base, he went across the foul line into foul territory. With his back to second, he whirled around after getting the ball and then threw to second to get a fast running at Charles. 0-2 pitch. Just missed outside. Bingham thought he had him struck out. But it was taken, ball one. One ball, two strikes. The pitch. Ground ball towards third. Charles charging that ball. Tough play for him. Picks it up, guns it over to Siebert, and he got his man. So that's all in the fourth inning for the New York Yankees, but they picked up two runs on two base hits. No errors and nobody left on in the middle of the fourth inning. The score, New York three, Kansas City nothing.
for lunch, for munch, it's Guy's Potato Chips. For dinner, the winner is Guy's Potato Chips. For a party, eat hearty with Guy's Potato Chips. Be wise, buy Guy's, buy Guy's Potato Chips. For eating or treating, it's Guy's Potato Chips. When you're dipping or sipping, choose Guy's Potato Chips. For perfection, your selection is Guy's Potato Chips. Be wise, buy Guy's, buy Guy's Potato Chips. When that hungry feeling hits, head for the kitchen during a timeout period and help yourself to crisp, delicious Guy's Potato Chips. You can't beat them for nibbling perfection. That's because Guy's Potato Chips are the fresher, crispier potato chips. Guy's Potato Chips are fresher to start with, and they stay fresh longer because they're packed in moisture-proof double cellophane bags. Open up a bag right now and see what we mean when we say, Be wise, buy Guy's, buy Guy's Potato Chips. George Lusick to lead off for the Athletics in the last half of the fourth inning. The A's now trail by three. Three to nothing. Lusick against the Yankees this year. Batting 250. Al Downing struck him out. First time he faced him. Now the young left-hander throws a bullet in there for a call strike one to start him off this time. And that's the fourth. It'll be Alusic, Seaburn, and Edwards for Kansas City. Here's Downing's next pitch. Change up curve. Hit deep to left field. But not out of the park. Going over to the foul line is Hector Lopez. He got it just about eight feet away from the home run foul pole. So Alusic was fooled on the pitch and still hit it about 325 feet. The foul pole itself is located 331 feet away from the home plate. So if you hit it right down the line, you can get a pretty cheap homer. But as it is, it's just a long, loud out. Now here's Norm Seaburn, who hit into a fielder's choice foresight of Wayne Causey at second base, his first time up. The A's have only one hit. Ed Charles got in the second inning. Downing pitches. Seaburn takes it inside, ball one. Seaburn batting 200 against New York this year with one home run, hit it off Jim Bowden in Yankee Stadium on the 21st of May. 1-0 pitch, inside and low, ball two. The Yankees play Seaburn to pull the ball, and they pitch him inside most of the time. Norm is not known as a full hitter. And this ballpark, right down the line and right, is 353 feet. Except, well, at the foul pole, it's 331, but it breaks off in a hurry. There's a ball popped up very, very high on the infield. Shortstop Tony Kubek coming in towards the infield grass, looking right up into the sky, and he's got it. Two down in the fourth inning. Now he's catcher Doc Edwards comes up. He struck out his first time. Doc had three hits in the first game. But it was in a losing effort. The Yankees poured it on Kansas City 11-6. to They've beaten Kansas City five straight times this year. We only beat them three times all last year out of 18 games. A fastball high and outside, ball one. There's no doubt about it, they're a great ball club. When you have men hurt, bring them up someone else. And he does the job, and that's a ball team. The call strike to Doc Edwards, and the curveball by Downing. When it came on the tape, a fellow named Downing was pitching for the club, and we didn't know anything about him. He's pitched 51 innings for this club. Going into this game, he struck out 58. Here's a changeup in the dirt outside. Doc Edwards almost chased that one across there. <laughs> when you get a slow pitch from this fireballer, you really want to get some of it. I'd go thank him. Yeah, Downing came up when Bud Daly was operated on. Fastball popped up. Behind the plate. Howard and Boyer both after it. Boyer waves Howard away, and he makes the catch. And the A's in the fourth inning popped up. Three pitches. And don't score. No hits, no errors, nobody left. After four, here's the score. The Yankees three and the A's nothing. See the A's.
Ladies in action. Standard Oil dealers throughout Greater Kansas City invite you to enter their Go American contest. Stop at your neighborhood standard station displaying the Go American contest banner for full details. Over 200 reserved seats will be awarded for each remaining Sunday home baseball game. A total of more than 1,800 tickets will be awarded. Go American and see the American League in action. Enter as often as you wish at any Standard Oil station. No purchase necessary. Remember, over 200 people will be guests of Kansas City Standard Oil dealers for every remaining Sunday game that the A's play at home. To enter, just look for standard service stations displaying the big green and gold Go American contest banner. And then drive right in. No purchase necessary. Your Standard Oil dealer features American brand gasoline and he invites you to see our American League athletics in action. Go American all the way. See your Standard Oil dealer today. And talking uh, here about sale of tickets to our out-of-town uh, folks, that same thing goes right here. I think if you do intend to send a mail order in for tickets, box seats are $3 and $2 reserved seats. So if you're coming into town at any time on vacation or so on, uh, you might just drop a letter to Kansas City A's, enclose the money for the seats, and they'll be sent back to you. It's not possible for a baseball club to reserve seats, try to put them away in a cubbyhole somewhere, depending the time when you'll pick them up. You can readily understand why, if your plans are changed and so forth, oh, we'd have some dead tickets on our hands. Okay, Marty. Here's Al Downing facing Orlando Pena, and Downing rips the first ball on the ground to Wayne Causey. The ace shortstop is up with it, throws to Seaburn at first base, and there's one down in the fifth inning. Now here's Tony Kubek. Tony is lined out to Seaburn, or to uh, Causey, and flied out to Causey. So he's 0 for 2 in this game after getting one hit and five at-bats in the first game. Yankees three, Athletics nothing. The A's have had only one hit. The Yankees have had six. Here's a pitch, a fastball to Kubek. Finds the mark, and it's a call strike. Frankie Crosetti coaching at third. Yogi Berra at first base for the Yankees. We talked about the versatility of the Yankee players. Versatility even stretches to the coaching box. Pitch outside to Kubek. It's now one and one. A lot of the baseball is over today. White Sox and the Orioles still playing. Here's a curve to Tony, and it's low and inside, ball two. Two and one on the left-handed hitting Yankee shortstop. Here's Pena's pitch. Change up, line to left center field. That ball falling fast, Asijan moving over there, and he makes a running catch, a nice play by Asijan in left center field. Asijan made some pretty fine plays out there in left center this afternoon. He's been playing the hitters fairly well, and that, of course, makes a difference. It's no accident when an infielder saves playing behind second base. That comes from percentage and watching a man over the years knowing fairly well where he hit it. Asijan's been in this league long enough to know Kubek is a left center field hitter, and he got there and made the catch. The pitch to Richardson, swung on and fouled down. Richardson 0 for 2 so far in this game, but he had three straight hits in the first game. Ed Rockles started for Kansas City and really looked good up until the fifth inning. But Ed just lost it all of a sudden, and he's done that the last three or four games he's been in. The 0 1 pitch, fastball popped up. It's going to be out of play. So the A's had a 4 0 lead on the New York Yankees in the first inning of the first game. But two eruptions by the Yankees spoil all the fun for the Athletics in that game. And now they lead 3-0 here in the second game. The 0-2 pitch. Richardson looks at a call third strike on a sidearm curveball. Good pitch by Pena. His first strikeout of the ball game. In the fifth, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left. And the score in the middle of the game, the Yankees 3 and the A's nothing. For luncheon or munching, it's Guy's Potato Chips. For dinner, the winner is Guy's Potato Chips. For a party, eat hearty with Guy's Potato Chips. Be wise, buy Guy's, buy Guy's Potato Chips. Be wise, buy Guy's, buy Guy's Potato Chips. Say, here's a real good suggestion. Set out your favorite cheese dip, add a generous supply of Guy's Potato Chips, and man, you're ready for easy family snacks or company entertaining. When you're taking a weekend trip, why not take a bag of Guy's Potato Chips along? to munch on the road. At mealtimes, Guy's potato chips are quick and easy to serve and taste wonderful too, believe me. Anytime and anywhere, Guy's potato chips add good flavor and lots of enjoyment. They're always crisp, they're always delicious, and they're always double fresh because they're fresh packed in double cellophane bags. Be wise, buy Guy's, buy Guy's potato chips. 
Cowboy fans, we're ready to go down the home stretch of the ball game, and here to take you in is George Bryson. Thank you very much. Hi, everybody. First game I came in, a little closer in this one. Three nothing right now. Ed Charles at the plate, got a single in the second inning. And the first pitch by Downing is a fastball a bit high, a ball. You don't want to keep harping about uh, this one or that one, but these fellas haven't been in town here since the opening uh, of the season, and we're looking at a new man right now, Al Downing, who's quite a pitcher. One ball and no strike count on Charo. The next pitch is fouled off back here. Bounces right off the uh, wall and back out towards the plate. Downing is a left-hander. Throws much like Juan Pizarro, and I believe he throws a little harder. He has struck out 58 in the 51 innings he's pitched prior to this ball game. Here, his strikeout pitch didn't work too well until the third inning, and he got all three of us. Pena, Lumpy, and Cosi. So now he has a total of five. Charles leads out of one and hits it to left field, a one-hand job. Well, how'd he do? Pardon me. So Ed Charles has the two hits off Downing, and they both go to the same place. And that one, well, he didn't really earn that one. Downing uh, changed a little bit. Got Charles off on the front foot. He hit the ball with one hand on the ground between Quebec and Cletus Boyer. That brings on a season now. The score 3-0, a good pop by Chuck, and we'll be back in this contest. Next pitch, high inside a ball. Everybody played double headers today, except uh, a couple of them that were washed out. Need to see Washington get uh, rained out of a double header. They've been playing good ball. 